0: Welcome to VHS. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Cassie. Each week on VHS, we watch and discuss the top grossing film or top grossing adjacent film from that week, 21 <laughs> years prior. What's changed about our viewing experience and what hasn't. This week we're talking about phenomenon. Do, 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 do. Phenomenon. Do, 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 do. Phenomenon. Phenomenon. <laughs> okay i'll stop now no one told you no one told you you had to stop it's just the word phenomenon
1: (laughs) Um, summary what no no go ahead please Tell, tell us about phenomenon
0: The summary on Rotten Tomatoes is a small town auto mechanic of average intelligence, that's debatable, (laughs) suffers a mysterious mishap and suddenly becomes the world's smartest man in this touching, some say Capra esque drama. What? Some say. People are saying. Who says that? People are saying the movie is Capra esque. Some say. All right. what What is Capra esque? Please. Are you familiar with the works of Frank Capra? Mm. Where where are we
1: starting from? Mm. Start from the very beginning. It's a
0: good place to start. A very good place to start. Mm -hmm. Well, Frank Capra directed movies that generally the main character was an everyman type, usually Jimmy Stewart, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, finding himself a bit out of his element. Mm -hmm. I think they're probably talking about Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, where an average... Good-hearted American man from a small town mm-hmm. goes to Washington and is crushed by the wheels of Congress <laughs> okay. until he's utterly broken. <laughs> uh, yes,
1: okay, I, I could I could see where people could po- potentially
0: say that, but
1: I don't. Some know. could
0: say. <laughs> I don't know who would. It's the some say that I object to. If they just said it was touching and Capra-esque, that would be fine. It's the fact that they have to put it on other people. <laughs> some say.
1: It's up for debate whether or not it's true. So they want to, you know, some people <laughs> think this, but, you know, those people are kind of crazy,
0: right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think that, but just putting it out there. you No know. accounting for taste. Mm-hmm. See, a phenomenon debuted at number three on July fifth, nineteen ninety six. It's a bold choice, debuting on Fourth of July weekend. But yeah. why for such a Capra esque film? When else <laughs> would it come out? <laughs> number three's not not bad. It's not bad, and um, it made pretty decent revenue. Not like for a summer blockbuster, but for a regular movie in nineteen ninety six, it did all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was behind Independence Day, obviously, at number one, and The Nutty Professor at number two, just just barely behind Nutty Professor. It, ha- it made about $25.5 million opening weekend. Okay. Yeah. I guess you need to have a movie for old people to see. Then you got your action, <laughs> your fart <laughs> jokes, yep. and then
1: old people stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think anyone over 40 saw this film. <laughs> on opening weekend (laughs) unless they were dragged along by someone who was over 40
0: yeah oh grandma what are we gonna go see i want to see independence day i want to see the clumps um
1: no no we're gonna have some good homegrown john travolta action instead you like that don't you jimmy right
0: you like it But I already saw three John Travolta movies this year. (laughs) He scares me. The only scary thing about John Travolta is his astonishing range as an actor. (laughs) I beg to differ. How do you fit that much talent in one actor? He must have supernatural powers. (laughs) It's quite a phenomenon. He puts the fun in phenomenon. There is no fun in with his I'm charm kidding. and dimples. Mm. All right. While, while John Travolta could easily carry this or any movie on his own, <laughs> the movie also stars Kira Sedgwick, Mm-mm. Robert Duvall, and Forrest Whitaker, also known as the director of Waiting to Exhale and Hope Floats.
1: <laughs> That's what he's, you know, best known for.
0: Never forget. No. Those are his credentials.
1: <laughs> oh man.
0: This movie was uh, directed by one John Turtle Tob. Turtle Tob. I had a Turtle-tob. good good chuckle about that every time I saw that name in the credits. Turtle Tob. <laughs> Cassie, do you know what else Mr. Turtle directed? Um Guess, guess. Is it an Ninja Turtle movie? No. Oh. Let's say, hmm. It's really a movie that's inscribed in some of... Oh. Is it powder? No. Oh, okay. No. No, <laughs> that would be unforgivable. Say, <laughs> <laughs> oh. um... Well, we were just talking about Capra esque. It's a movie that's. I'm thinking of uh, some movies that are also really fundamentally woven into our American values and uh, some DC landmarks, actually.
1: DC landmarks.
0: It's National Treasure. Uh... Both of them. Oh, wow. What a great American. Mm hmm. Turtle Taub. <laughs> <laughs> no. Michael Michael Bay can't direct them all. No. Mr. Turtle Todd's got to pick up the slack somewhere. <laughs> Do you think anyone calls him the turtle?
1: Turtle power. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I hope he has a good sense
0: of humor with that last name. <laughs> uh, he might. He, might. Uh, he clearly has a good sense of humor, judging by national treasure. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he takes those movies super seriously. So he's just a really bad director who completely misses the mark, and <laughs> the final product doesn't resemble his vision at all. hmm So this movie's Powder too, right? <laughs> <laughs> that is
1: absolutely what it, we were thinking while we were watching it, too. Oh, man.
0: We made a lot of recommendations in our episode on Powder, which I would recommend our listeners go back and listen to if if you haven't yet. Mm. What did we say? Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember exactly. One of our biggest beefs was how unlikable Powder is, Powder yeah. himself, mm-hmm. and how that really hurts the movie. Mm-hmm. He's terrible. And then there was a lot of creepy molestation stuff that we thought... Was a bit of a distraction. Uh, Yeah, there was that. Mm -hmm. Just a lot of stuff that made powder, caused powder to miss the mark that we thought they were going for. Mm -hmm. And it was like we weren't the only people who had those observations. And someone, because this is also a Disney movie. It's like someone at Disney watched powder and said, oh, that's not what we were going for. (laughs) Let's try it again. (laughs) We need somebody likable first. Maybe
1: not a bald headed albino teenage Teen- jerk. I know. Travolta's all the rage. He's so hot right now. My god. I just saw a movie with him last week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what they did. I don't, why why were people in the nineties so hungry for a story about a person who's gifted with some ability and then dies
0: spoilers
1: jeez
0: <laughs> too damn bad well if there's anything that Americans love more than they love John Travolta and "Uh, the crossroads by Bone Thugs and Harmony <laughs> <laughs> it's our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ that's true so I think if someone with phenomenal cosmic power can <laughs> come to Earth, change a few lives, and then just get out of the way.
1: Yeah. So you can
0: go back to living your dumb country bumpkin life.
1: Yep. That's that's really the best thing about Jesus. He comes, he saves us, and then he
0: goes away, you know. Goes <laughs> he away. doesn't hang around jumping the shark.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he doesn't ruin his whole thing. He had going. Just You know, a little sprinkle and then poof, gone.
0: Yeah. Imagine if Jesus just stuck around forever. Yeah, he would
1: absolutely just do something that would just, you know, erase all the good stuff he did. You know, it's human nature. People are so fickle. (laughs) Yeah, what was up with the people in this film, man? I get that they're supposed to be like, uh, you know... Little slice of Stupid townies. Yeah. Like, we live in a small town. Everybody knows everybody. We have a birthday party for this guy at the local bar.
0: We like him because he's
1: dumb. (laughs) We like him because he's dumb. But God forbid he not be dumb anymore because that'll make us angry.
0: Yeah, it didn't. They put up with him for a while. It was only once he got smart and also potentially violent, I think, that they (laughs) just let the lid off of all their prejudices. And they're like, yeah, I also don't like the fact that he's good at chess. What the hell's up with that? (laughs) It's not right for a man to read. (laughs) And it's not just the characters in the movie who think that. (laughs) No. Also, some audiences. Do you think that the backlash against george malley ever really ended i mean he got all it's like he died and everyone forgave everything because they're all having a big party for his birthday Mm. the next year Mm -hmm. like let's all go back to pretending that we weren't awful to him
1: yeah i wasn't a fan of the ending with the like the happy ending part like it's fine you know the The rest of it, but like, oh, we're gonna leave you on an uplifting note where everyone's just in the same bar doing the same thing. Nothing has changed, with the exception of this grumpy lady is now hanging out with people.
0: Yeah, she wasn't there at the beginning.
1: Cool. (laughs) Great job, everybody. He really changed
0: the world. (laughs) Well, he showed what we all could be. Dead. (laughs) <laughs> well, that's what we all will be. That's true. There's no could about it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's messed up though, man. You think uh you think Kira Sedgwick is ever gonna sleep in that bed again?
0: I wouldn't. What's she gonna do? Make herself a new one out of twigs and <laughs> lumpy branches? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yes, at least the headboard. I mean, why isn't all of her furniture
0: decorated with twigs is what I want to know. She's a hypocrite. I like when um, he goes to her house and he's he's hanging with the kids and one of the kids is like, did you come here to die? Or, you came here to die, didn't you? Mm-hmm. And George looks at him and says, well, how would you want to die? <laughs> <laughs> And with a different tone, (laughs) with a different reading, it could easily have been, how would you like to die? (laughs) (laughs) Don't you ever question
1: me. Uh, Because I can arrange it right now,
0: whatever it is. Let's do it, you dumb kid. I can crush your head with my mind. You probably could. Yeah, we never see... We never see him like destroying melons or anything, but he can move big planks of wood. So Mm -hmm. he could have done a lot. Hey, you know what? Mm. Matilda also came out in 1996. This is a big year for telekinesis, too. Really was. What What the what? See, this is what happens when people don't have any existential threats to their culture or like society on a daily basis. Mm. No one's not involved in any we're not involved in any major wars. There's mm. like a competent president in office and Congress is still like doing their jobs. <laughs> so then people have time to think about stuff like, what if aliens gave you brain powers?
1: <laughs> hey, what about that telekinesis
0: though? <laughs> god i would love to see john travolta oh powder was such a good movie you know i would love to see it again but with john travolta
1: (laughs) i just love powder and i love john travolta so
0: much if only two of my favorite things could somehow become one i wish they could redo every bad movie with john travolta in it instead and see how it turned out like what's another movie we saw recently and hated there was Ace Ventura too. Mm. I don't think that that would work with John Travolta. Oh God! <laughs> Cable <laughs> Guy weird. would definitely work with John Travolta. Oh,
1: it would. Yeah, it would. There would be a real creepy factor in there, though. Like there would. Ooh, I, I mean that and would be
0: good. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, he does creepy very well. Mm-hmm. Um, but he also does like genuinely friendly really well. So unlike the guy in Cable Guy, who seems creepy even when he's being friendly, Mm -hmm. at first it would be like, oh, this is a nice man. I'll go hang out with him. Does he want to kill me? I'm still (coughs) honestly not sure. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. That's that's John Travolta in real life, so. Hey. (laughs) I don't think that... I don't think people are fair to John Travolta. I'm just gonna (laughs) get this head on. And... He's done so much stuff lately that people have shat on him for. <laughs> yeah. That I noted that it's, you know, when people smell blood in the water, they all come swarming. Mm-hmm. Like, John Travolta's got weird hair, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden he can't be touching women when they have an angry look on their face. <laughs> but I have a direct quote from Scarlett Johansson after that touching incident hmm you know the one i'm talking about yeah I she know. says and i quote there is nothing strange creepy or inappropriate about john travolta <laughs> nothing nothing at nothing all nothing strange about him
1: all right so here's what i think is strange about him it's it's his mouth even when he's mad <laughs> even when he's mad he's like smiling and that's that is the essence
0: of the creep factor in That makes me feel bad for him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I it's him. like he thinks it's not okay to not be happy. I think he might think that, yeah. He's just such a people pleaser.
1: And for most of his life, it worked. Yeah, it really did. Because he was cute.
0: And, you know. Well, I was surprised that even in Phenomenon... All right. Obviously, I like John Travolta. And this is... <laughs> I Think... Part of getting older is, like, really examining yourself and coming to terms with even things about yourself that you might not like, or... <laughs> Maybe and one of don't those, understand
1: them, you know.
0: One of those is that I genuinely like John Travolta as an actor. I'm, I just have to be okay with it. Okay. He's, he's charming, and uh, and he's, I think, a legitimately good actor. So... Okay, I feel obligated to defend him as a human as well. (laughs) He does do the slightly dumb everyman very well. Yeah, he does. He does different kinds of dumb everyman. Because like in Saturday Night Fever, he's a dumb young urban (laughs) guy. And in this, he's a dumb rural Californian. Mm Mm-hmm. But he also does mark. aspiring supervillain very well, and he does dumb uh, hired killer pretty well. Aspiring supervillain, which one was that? Broken Arrow. Oh God, have you forgotten Broken Arrow already? <laughs> I just didn't know that
1: that was an example of good. <laughs> 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 uh. I'm like, wait, she can't be talking about Broken Arrow. Was this I didn't say thing? it was
0: a good movie. I said he was doing a good character.
1: Oh, okay. Fair enough. <clears throat>
0: <clears throat> yeah, since we watched Broken Arrow, I've really I've been watching it on repeat and I've reevaluated my opinion of it. <laughs> it's great now. Totally great. But don't worry, Cassie. We have Another John Travolta movie coming up before the year's out so you'll have plenty of time to reevaluate your opinion of him when we watch Michael oh no I don't want to (laughs)
1: Uh, this one where he's got like angel wings or something right
0: because he is an angel oh yeah but it's not City of Angels that's a Nick Cage movie it is ah I can't wait. It's gonna be good. He's I, I, like he's like a bad angel, is he? <laughs> yeah, he's like a naughty angel. Oh, <laughs> at least according to the the trailers that I saw when I was eleven. <laughs> I've never seen Michael. Me neither. I had never seen this either. Yeah, uh, no.
1: As we have previously stated, mm. no one over the age of forty had seen under
0: the age of 40 <laughs> under
1: <laughs> this movie's for babies
0: <laughs> this movie's so hip <laughs> so hip <laughs> oh god uh
1: the second movie we saw robert duval in as an older um figure uh, uh, guidance figure i guess we'll say as
0: what was the
1: Oh, he was in uh, Eraser. He was? Yeah. (laughs) I forgot already. So forgettable. He was like the scientist that was like, in the end, trying to help them out of it because he had a conscious conscience. Oh, boy. Yep. Totally missed that. Good old Robert Duvall.
0: You wonder how that doctor can stand to live in that goddamn town. Yeah. It doesn't seem like he has anything keeping him there. So I'm a little Just George Malley. Because he's like a son to him. And then uh, little Simon from from Sevhev Mm -hmm. seems to be like the inheritor of Robert Duvall's affections. Yep. After George passes from this mortal coil. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: See, if, if he hadn't gotten that brain tumor, that little kid never would have learned to
0: play chess. Eh, maybe. I was trying to pick out another line from Change the World that would uh play into that, but mm-hmm. I don't know any other lines from Change the World. You don't know any other lines? If I could reach the stars. Mm-hmm, hmm Uh um, that
1: he could be the sunlight in your universe.
0: Ugh. <laughs> That's I hate that song. <laughs> that song That song is the kind of vacuous shit <laughs> that makes you wonder how the artist can live with himself.
1: Yeah. Especially We're when daring
0: you... to turn that in.
1: Yeah. Especially when you know that he's capable of putting out Mm -hmm.
0: much better music. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, Eric Clapton, you know that retirement is an option, right? Like, just because you wrote songs at one point in your life doesn't mean you can just like, you have to keep regurgitating garbage (laughs) and get paid for it. Mm -hmm. Ugh. Would you
1: say that that song, Change the World, is better or worse than Every Day is a Winding Road by Cheryl Crow? (laughs) Which is also in this
0: movie. Worse. And, you know, that's hard for me to say because I don't like Sheryl Crow. I am aware of how little you like Sheryl Crow. Yeah, you know, I I hated all the music in this movie. Even, like, the the score. <laughs> it would happen at, like... It made the movie worse. <laughs> I'm not saying... I don't think this was a great movie. I, I find John Travolta charming and there were some points in it that, like were profound light, I guess. They were fine. Better than powder. (laughs) I don't think it was a good movie. But the music made it exponentially worse. (laughs) You
1: mean you didn't like the little cue whenever he would move stuff that went... (laughs) Because it literally happened every single time he
0: did anything. I was too distracted by the same guitar strums (laughs) that happened whenever... He wasn't moving anything like what's going on in this movie. Is something romantic happening or is he moving something with his mind or something super dramatic? If if it's none of those three, then we're going to play this guitar thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad. But I considering my feelings for Cheryl Crow, I actually thought of all the pop songs in this movie and that was the least offensive. Yeah. Yeah, there were some real stinkers in there which one was your favorite or least favorite um that's
1: that's really tough for me i feel like i can deal with change the world because it's just so boring and monotone and just b but Cheryl, mm. Cheryl Crow, like there's some note in that chorus that just does not yeah. sit right with me. So it like, just hits a nerve every day.
0: Yeah, it's the day. Yeah, nope, don't like every it every day. Yep. It feels dirty in your head. <laughs> Sing it. It <laughs> does. Oh my god. Mm. You know what I just remembered? Sheryl Crow used to be a backup singer for Eric Clapton. Oh, it all makes sense. They now. like dated or had an affair or whatever. Oh, scandaloso. Maybe writing shitty music is a side effect of some STD that they share.
1: <laughs> Maybe she gave it to him. Shit. Maybe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now we'll both write bad music, Eric. Ha <laughs> ha. But maybe the worst song was uh, a very important, a pivotal scene uh, where, you know where I'm going with this? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to follow you there. It was extremely erotic. Um, um, yeah. Where M- Mary Magdalene, I mean... <laughs> uh, she washes his
1: seat, I mean... <laughs> his hair (laughs) Uh, gives him a haircut question mark
0: maybe apparently it looked better she got out some scissors she did and and very slowly cut his hair Mm -hmm. and gave him a santa beard with shaving cream (laughs) (laughs) that was way too much shaving cream It was like, I don't care if you've never shaved a man's face before. You've <laughs> shaved your own legs, presumably. Yeah. Or seen a man shave. <laughs> I mean, she must have. At some, I mean, maybe it's been a while
1: for her. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. She's rusty. Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe she hasn't even shaved her legs since the last time.
0: Why would she? She's a know. single woman. Yeah. Yep. She just wears mom jeans all the time, so <laughs> you don't know what's going on on those legs. And that's why she had to leave immediately after this erotic <laughs> haircut.
1: Uh, <laughs> I, I'm gonna leave now, but I'm gonna come back once I
0: shave <laughs> this hair off my legs. Ooh. <laughs> Tugging on her collar like, ooh. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh
1: Yeah, uh, the haircut scene was God
0: awful. It was awful, made even worse by a really long Aaron Neville song. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was a cover of um Crazy Love, which is a beautiful song. I didn't recognize it. I kinda of tuned it out, to be honest. <laughs> and you were just like you heard his voice and it you couldn't distinguish any words like when you hear British people talking. <laughs> yeah. Exactly like that. I
1: hear that weird thing he does with (laughs) this. Like he's got a a solo cup and he's putting it over his mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Off and on, off and on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Or when you like put your fingers on your ears and. and (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Been there, and done that. (laughs) <laughs> you can turn any song into an Aaron Neville song if you just block and unblock your ears fast enough. It's true, you can. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, what about her outfit though? That was a beautiful outfit. You know what that outfit looked like? Was the um the back part of the Victoria's Secret catalog
1: mm-hmm. in the
0: 90s. Not where all the sexy undies are, no, but the, the sweaters. The, Mm-hmm. Yep the the Henley tees, mm-hmm. oh yeah. Um,
1: did you have a sweater like that when you were young? Uh, I forget the name of the material.
0: Boucle, boucle. Yeah, yep,
1: yep, boucle. Because
0: I did. I must have. I Actually. I think I've always thought Boucle was kind of ugly, but I definitely had a lot of Henleys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I still do. Uh,
1: the reason I recall having a Boucle sweater is, I remember, because guess what you can't do with a Boucle sweater? Can't put it in the washer? No. Can't put it in the dryer. Oh, God. Uh, you know, there was a lot of clothing in my household, and my mm-hmm. sweater got intermingled. and
0: Oh, no. Just
1: got in there. And- <laughs> Literally turned into, like, one long thread. <laughs> yep. Oh. It was just, like, one thread and these little pieces of, like, poofy things over everything.
0: My beautiful sweater. My
1: sweater.
0: I had um, a chenille polo shirt. Nice. Which is similar. Similar mm-hmm. situation. Oh, you don't see too many people wearing chenille clothing. No. Not, like. After a while, my beautiful chenille shirt that I was probably wearing in 96 Mm. turned into just like, the sleeves were still intact, but the torso was just like (laughs) netting with no little poofies stuck to it anymore. It's like the chenille got shaved slowly. Just from rubbing against (laughs) everything.
1: Yep. I had a shirt like that too. It was (laughs) awful. Oh God, it was bright yellow and shiny. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever have an Angora sweater? Oh, I think I'm like slightly allergic because I did and it made me very itchy.
0: Everyone might be slightly allergic or at least I am too then. Yeah, they're very itchy Mm -hmm. and also not pretty. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know why I thought it would be a good idea to wear. I thought it was like such an elegant thing. And then A, I got made fun of and B, I actually didn't like it once it was on. (laughs) So I was like. There's a loss all around.
1: I feel like none of us have to apologize for our 90s outfits because we all have to apologize for our 90s
0: outfits. (laughs) The collective guilt of our society is implicated in 90s sweaters. It's all out there. We just need to forgive ourselves and move on. The good thing about boucle and mohair or chenille and... Mm -hmm the whole gang, is that you don't have to worry about finding them in thrift stores. <laughs> no. Those shit got wore out.
1: How did you like the um, foreign languages in this film? Foreign languages? Oh yeah, they had the, the, the Spanish and the Portuguese.
0: Portuguese is an interesting one to bring into the convo. Are there a lot of <laughs> brazilian day laborers Uh, in california i don't know i liked the little well i didn't like it but i noted the the relationship between nate forrest whitaker's character and the portuguese lady who's brought to his house on a silver platter (laughs) yeah isn't that nice Uh, It's always good
1: to start a relationship out when you're hiring the other person to do a job for you.
0: How does that work? Like when you start noticing that you're like, even if it grows organically, like, ooh, I'm really starting to have feelings for this person. Mm -hmm. I should fire her so that we can date. (laughs) Yeah. There's no good solution to that situation. But there are so few women in that town. What's he supposed to do? It reminded me of the, one of the worst plot lines in Love Actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was going to bring that up too.
1: (laughs) Same situation. Portuguese lady, housekeeper, or love Mm -hmm. of my
0: life. Whole lot of plagiarism.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, they just like, they like to be talked to in their native tongue, and then everything else (laughs) is cool.
0: That's all it takes. That's it. Oh, you know, Portuguese. Do you think that's how Tom Brady won over Giselle with his fluent knowledge of Portuguese? <laughs>
1: uh maybe. Maybe I talk- don't know
0: any man who know Portuguese.
1: <laughs> maybe he learned it in a twenty minute car ride. <laughs> maybe he has a brain tumor.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. He probably does have some sort of traumatic brain injury. <laughs> oh, it's true. Uh, it's also not funny. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> One of the things that I found funny in in the ending parts of this movie, which I shouldn't have, but I did, Um the way i think i know what you're gonna say the way they were talking to john travolta when he found out that he had the the tumor and that he was gonna die it's like Mm -hmm. immediately everyone just started like saying their goodbyes to him like robert deval was like oh you were you were like a son to me i'm like (laughs) is he gonna die in like 10 minutes I think you should try to console him a little more before you start doing that. Well, it's been nice knowing you. I'm going to leave now. Bye.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, it didn't give him a prognosis. No. All. He had to ask his girlfriend. Yeah. It could be days or weeks.
1: It's just like, what?
0: I thought you were going to say you liked how they kept using the word tentacles to describe (laughs) the tumor. I forgot about that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they said it so often. (laughs) Devin turns to me, he's like, is that like the technical term for this occurrence? (laughs) Why do they keep saying
0: tentacles? (laughs) It's very vivid. You know, it it certainly is. Oh, my God. I just... Googled tumor tentacles and it's is it a I thing? Think, I think it is a thing.
1: Oh, oh geez. Okay.
0: That From explains it. the American Brain Tumor Association, mm-hmm. which is I mean that's a dot org, but the website this podcast is on is a dot org, so who knows? <laughs> True. Uh, yeah. Finger like tentacles. Are they finger-like or are they tentacles? You don't need to say both. They're tentacle-like tentacles. (laughs) Does finger-like mean they have knuckles? (laughs) Oh, maybe some people have tentacle fingers. And some people have nipple fingers. (laughs) People are very different. (laughs) People are people. You know, talking about finger nipples Mm -hmm. brings up the obvious. Scientology. Mm. Yep.
1: That's a thing. (laughs) 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 So, do you think... Just just gonna ask this. (laughs) Do you think if actual John Travolta, IRL, Mm -hmm. got a brain tumor, Mm -hmm. would he just read a bunch of L. Ron Hubbard books? Like, because... He got smarter Cause... by reading books, but if you choose to read terrible books, what effect would that have?
0: First of all, do Scientologists not believe in medicine? Ah, uh, I think that's
1: partially a thing. At least some things they don't approve of. Hmm.
0: Well, I don't think it was the reading books that made him smarter. I think he was able to read more books because he was getting smarter. True. I think if... I don't want to think about real John Travolta getting a tumor. What would he do? We could ask him. <laughs> Too bad
1: there wasn't a Reddit back then, because you know they'd be all over that question. If you yeah. suddenly developed a
0: phenomenal tumor power,
1: what would you do?
0: Oh. And then he would smile nervously, and be like, <laughs> "Well, yep." We gotta find find the answer to this question. Do Scientologists doesn't he like flying planes? He you know, loves flying planes. He's very good at it. Mm. Scientologists, according to Scientology, mm. seek conventional medical treatment for medical conditions. Scientologists use prescription drugs when physically ill. Oh, that's good.
1: Good they for are them. Sci-
0: Scientologists. So science. So sciencey. I think you are thinking of Jehovah's Witnesses. Perhaps. Yeah, I read some stuff online that was slamming this movie for being just chock full of Scientology propaganda. And that may be true, but I think just because someone belongs to a weird cult doesn't mean that everything they do is purely propaganda for their, their weird cult. Yeah, I mean... I don't
1: think Travolta had any hand in writing the film. I don't know about Turtle Taub and his uh, <laughs> beliefs.
0: Turtle Taub may very well have weird beliefs that aren't Scientology related. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Believes in turtle power. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do? Let me ask you this. What would you do if you developed sudden... Phenomenon tumor powers. Hmm. Before he finds out it's because of a tumor. So just you get these powers out of nowhere and you don't know why.
1: Yeah, and it's great. Or is it? Are they the same powers? Like you have, like you can
0: read things real fast and slight telekinesis? Yeah, like fundamentally. The same stuff that you see in like Lucy and... And all those movies where people suddenly have access to 100% of their brain mm. so they can, like, think faster and more clearly. And, yeah. Mm. Full disclosure, I haven't seen Lucy, so I don't know what she can do. But any, like. Yeah. There's yeah. another one. I can't think of the name of it. That Bradley Cooper one? Yep.
1: Yep, that yeah. one. Uh... <laughs> I'd probably take a lot of naps. because reading makes me sleepy so Mm. i'd use my telekinetic powers to be able to get a blanket that's over there and put it on top of me okay take a nap while i'm reading or you know maybe i'm out somewhere I'd use my telekinetic kinetic power so I could take a nap like in midair instead of on mm. an uncomfortable chair.
0: In midair, like thirty feet in the air. I just, you know, floating above. Whatever. Like a foot. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Floating above oh, a foot off the ground. Yep. When you're out in public, you're just gonna I'm <laughs> gonna take a nap there. Summon a blanket <laughs> and just like hover <laughs> in the middle of bed bath and beyond. Oh, there's a foot the, off the ground. Plenty of blankets in there, yeah. Strangers are gonna draw on you. But I gonna... mean,
1: in Bed Bath and Beyond, I don't need to hover because there's beds there.
0: <laughs> you could just levitate onto like the top layer, the top shelf of a display of pillows or something. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. I I can't I can't think of a better way to use this power. <laughs> <laughs> Naps.
0: You have infinite brain power. Want to take a nap? Yeah, it's possible that that's just because watching this movie made you really tired. Ah, uh, yeah, it did.
1: It really did. Hmm. If I could somehow talk to animals, that would be great. Maybe you could. Yeah, I mean,
0: you could learn languages. The language and of the animals,
1: just like the Nutty Professor.
0: Doctor Doolittle.
1: <laughs> but Dr. Doolittle doesn't fart enough.
0: <laughs> is that how he communicates with the animals? Maybe that
1: is. We've been judging him for it for twenty one years. We
0: have <laughs> every day, I think about it. <laughs> Every day you think about how Dr. Doolittle can talk to animals because he doesn't fart? (laughs) Every day day is a winding road. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I got a little bit closer to cutting you off. (laughs) I'm going to... I'm going to edit it edit this down so literally all it is is me asking the question and you saying you would learn how to talk to animals. <laughs> Perfect. The end. Yeah, that's it. What about you? Oh, boring stuff. I think more boring I'd than prob- taking naps. <laughs> Sorry to break it to you. I think he had insomnia because his brain was so powerful that he, all he could do was think. Oh, that's true. So, yeah. Mm. He probably would be under justice, but he wasn't he wasn't tired because of his phenomenal brain power. But I think I would learn how to play instruments. Oh, learn how to play a lot of instruments. Nice. Yeah, I get a lot of song ideas, but I can't actually do anything with them cuz I can't play any instruments (laughs) which is frustrating but Jenna
1: you know how to play the clarinet (laughs) (laughs) I love love the clarinet impression
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's spot on (laughs) that's what it sounds like when I play a clarinet that is what it sounds like (laughs) me too (laughs)
1: Uh, but that's just mm. one of the things that would change if
0: you had phenomenon powers. Yes, maybe. There's so many thing, Everything that I want to do that's worth doing mm. takes practice. Like you can learn, I guess you can learn Spanish vocabulary by just reading it mm-hmm. or even learn the pronunciation, but you can't learn how to draw from reading a book yeah. you can't learn how to be good at sports by reading a book. Mm-hmm. I guess true. I would do that Bradley Cooper stuff and make a lot of money. Oh, yeah. You got to do you that. probably had the right decision. Yeah. Do first. that
1: first. Do that first. And then you have time and funds mm. to do whatever else.
0: Make some cool invention and patent it. Yeah.
1: I would like to be very physically fit like Scar Joe is in that film, I think. Um that'd be fun to be able to kick butt, but I wouldn't want to be in the situation where I had to kick butt, so might be a little mm. useless for
0: me. Well, you're always in a situation where you can kick butt. You just <laughs> shouldn't. <laughs> you gotta establish your, establish yourself as someone who's not to be messed with so <laughs> you can just go nap in the middle of a crowded street and no one'll, no one'll do anything to you. <laughs> like she's gonna wake up and kick my ass. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so my my powers need a stepwise thing. I gotta work up to that nap in public, you're right.
0: Much like a cat, how if you see a cat napping, you know that you can't touch their feet mm-hmm. as much as you might want to, because they will wake up and cut you. Yes.
1: <laughs> and that's what I have to do. Don't touch my feet. Well, I think we've said it all. <laughs> <laughs> and that's phenomenon what a phenomenal conversation we had about phenomenon
0: it was more of a phenomenon conversation <laughs> yeah thanks to everyone for joining us this week on VHS. don't forget you can rate review and subscribe to the show on itunes or google play i guess uh we're vh space yes in all caps you can also follow us on facebook at vhs so i would say you can easily skip phenomenon cassie what do you think uh wait until you are 43 and then watch it all right but if you don't want to take our word for it, we have a second opinion for you. This one comes from IMDb user Stormfire1. That's fire with a ph <laughs> And this excerpt is long, but it's all important. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. First of all, why do people think it's so awesome that this guy can move pencils and pens and other objects that weigh less than three grams with his mind? <laughs> I mean... I can't do it, but this is a movie. Why not make it epic? Wow, me for my rental price, for God's sake! (laughs) Secondly, he never does anything with his quote-unquote powers except find a sick child in an orchard and read a crapload of books. Wow, what a snore (laughs) move! What a snore move over X Men. The super fantastic phenomenal book reading man is on the way. (laughs) An eight exclamation points.